0: Hey guys, it's Michael and welcome back to the Company Cast, a podcast by Company Cam where we talk all things contracting to help you take your business to the next level. On today's episode, we discuss digital door knocking with marketing extraordinaire from Company Cam, Nick Small and Joseph Hughes of Contractor Dynamics. Let's go ahead and jump right in. This episode of the
1: Company Cast is brought to you by Company Cam. With Company Cam, there's no more second guessing what's getting done at the job site, and you won't have to pester your crews to send you pictures or call for updates. Every photo your guys take at a job is automatically organized by location and instantly synced from the field to wherever you are, so you'll know exactly what's happening across each job site whether you're there or not. You can access the full archive of podcasts, webinars, and register for upcoming live webinars at companycam.com slash webinars. That's companycam.com slash webinars.
0: Got somebody in the room people are coming in what's up guys it's Friday and we are tapping off another week of webinars we're gonna talk about digital door knocking marketing uh, getting your brand out there Uh, we've got a couple awesome guests today we've got uh, Joseph Hughes with contractor dynamics i'll let him kind of tell what contractor dynamics is here in a second and then we've got nick small from uh, our own team at company cam so nick is the uh, main behind the scenes getting all of our ads out there making sure that you guys are seeing them so thanks guys for jumping in and joining me today
2: for sure it's exciting to be with
0: you gogan rather than just watching it from behind yeah, the scenes absolutely um i think i think we've got some great content ready to roll today um obviously nick's Nick is a marketing expert, but he's not going to be your source that you're going to go to to get questions answered. Joseph, tell them a little bit about Contractor Dynamics and how you can be that source for them.
3: Yeah, sure. Awesome to be here, guys. Really appreciate it. Rounding out a great, another busy week. Uh, Contractor Dynamics is the only marketing training company that's 100% dedicated to the roofing industry. I know that you guys probably have other types of contractors here that will be listening in. We focus on training roofing companies on how to do uh, some of the things that Nick's going to share today, uh, building your brand, getting your content out there, connecting with people in your market, uh, by digital door knocking, like getting your content out on this device where we're all spending hours every day of our time and, uh, and, uh, being able to recruit people uh, to join your team, be able to generate projects, uh, whether it's residential, commercial, multi-fam, anything in between. So, uh, yeah, that's what we do. We work with clients uh, in about 35 states right now, uh, all different sizes from a million bucks a year to over a hundred million a year. So, um, you know, pretty much everyone's looking to do the same thing. Like there's roofing companies are sales focused organizations, which is awesome. Uh, but now, and especially right now, what we're seeing is uh, more roofing companies need to put in that marketing piece uh, to, to have some sort of marketing system be able to generate uh, generate interest and opportunities from other channels uh, other than physical door knocking. So uh, that's what we help you do. So happy to answer any questions, provide any insight, and show you examples uh, to make this stuff tangible so you can actually implement some of these things uh, right away.
0: Absolutely, Well I definitely appreciate you jumping on with us, uh, Joe. And like he, Joseph said, he they are specific to the roofing space. So if you are a roofing contractor and you've got you wanted to learn more about this afterwards, Joseph's your guy, Contractor Dynamics. Uh, If you're in another vertical, which obviously like Joseph alluded to, we do have those verticals, um, let us know. We can help point you into the right direction of somebody that can help with your marketing as well. Um, But let's go ahead and jump right into this thing. The title was uh, on digital door knocking. Nick, obviously if we were gonna go out and try to sell company cam and go door to door, um, we would be, having our work cut out for us Uh, so when you when you hear the the word digital door knocking um, from a contractor's perspective what does that mean to you
2: you know a lot of these guys uh they're selling roofs they're selling uh we got a a bunch of different industries here besides just roofing but um selling you know door-to-door is a great way to do it Um, right now you know we're in kind of a weird phase right now in a lot of places like it's straight up illegal like they can't be going door-to-door um elsewhere it's just frowned upon Um, that doesn't mean that you can't be selling. That doesn't mean you can't be getting in front of customers. Um, you know, digital marketing is a huge piece of growing your business. And, uh, this whole COVID thing is really pushing people into digital marketing. Um, honestly, this is something that everyone should be doing anyway. Um, obviously I'm a marketing guy. So like I view this as a safe bet. Um, it may not return the first time or the second time or the third time, but consistency, like you're going to see returns by using digital marketing, um, You know, we're excited to be given this content today. Uh, hopefully you're already doing it. If you are, hopefully we can give you some new tips and tricks. Um, if you're not, hopefully we can, can, uh, kind of convince you to start doing so.
0: Absolutely. So one thing to maybe talk about real quick, you kind of talked about it. There was, you know, some places I can't door knock at all. today. I can't go out and door knock, uh, Joseph, I'm guessing New Jersey. I, I can't be out door knocking, going door to door, trying to sell anything right now. Is that probably the case?
3: probably is although i will say here in new jersey uh at least where we are it's not really a door knocking state like we never get our door knocked by anyone like it's just not really a thing out here like it is in a lot of areas in say florida or the midwest yep. um but but yeah certainly every every company has been uh affected uh right now as of
0: now right and and what i've what i've seen is not all contracting verticals but the vast majority have been deemed essential. And so that means I can't go out my normal way and sell, but I can still sell and I can still work and I can still hopefully generate revenue. Um, when we're thinking about some of these things and let's specifically, specifically can't talk today, focus on Facebook. <laughs> um, what are some things that you guys would maybe have people just high level things on how I can be using Facebook to help generate, um, traffic and leads, those kind of things. So, I mean,
2: first and foremost, like, you just need to be pumping out content. Um, It doesn't have to be big and glamorous. It doesn't have to be overly thought out. Um, It can be as simple as, you know, a selfie video. Um, Company Cam actually runs a ton of ads right now that are basically just selfie videos or filming somebody using the app. Um, A lot of times what these people need to see is just you doing your job. Um, I've got this whole philosophy, and shout out Gary Vee, if anyone's Gary Vee fans. He's got this philosophy about, you know, document, don't create. So you don't necessarily need to be like, you know, if you can afford the drone, buy the drone. If you can get crazy with it, get crazy with it. But a lot of times all you need to be doing is just documenting your work. Um, You know, you run into something funky on the job, like take a quick video and explain it. Um, Get your face out there. Just be posting it to your Facebook page. Build your audience. After that, um, if you're already doing that, get a spend behind it. Like you can start boosting those posts to different people. Um, and if you're really savvy, we'll get into a little bit more about like the actual ads manager where you're running ads at different audiences, um, then you can be leveraging that content to like just a huge, uh, wide range of people, um, or you can be, you
0: know, straight up local. Uh, you can get really targeted with the, with these campaigns. Yeah, Joseph, uh, maybe give a shout out. I know you've got a contractor you work with down in the Lake Mary, Florida area, Um, kind of does exactly what Nick was talking about there documenting and not creating Um, maybe speak a little bit to that particular style of ad Um, you know getting into a gated area or in a neighborhood I guess every neighborhood's considered gated right now with uh, not being able to door knock but maybe talk a little bit about those kind of ads
3: yeah for sure so especially I mean again like Nick mentioned it I think at the beginning the things that we're talking about now are obviously going to be relevant now. We want to give people tangible things that they can do. However, these are fundamentals that every company should be doing, regardless of whether it's now or a year from now. Uh, it's 2020, and uh, the companies that are doing really well right now, like this week, are the companies that have focused on this stuff for the past couple of years, and they've built up their brand recognition, and they built up their content, where they're doing these things consistently. So, uh, whatever I'm going to say is relevant now and will be relevant in the future w- as well. We're building our assets here as companies. So certainly document what you're doing. So uh, if you're out there, you've got bills going on maybe this weekend or you're just out in a neighborhood, uh, certainly do videos and photos of your projects, show people that you're working. Yeah, if you're in uh, Lake Mary, Florida, or you're in a uh, tiny town, Nebraska, or whatever it is, <laughs> uh, like just do a, uh, you know, a video. Uh, a picture and show people like, yes, we are out here helping your neighbors. Um, And I know that there's a lot of fear and uncertainty out there on social media and in the media. However, uh, our company uh, roofing and exterior renovation services are considered essential and we can actually still provide these services for you without any human contact. So letting people know that you're out there and you're available for them. Uh, There are people that still want and need your services right now, especially need if it's like a leaky roof or a damaged roof. There are people that are sitting home with nothing else to do. And they're like, you know what? Let's get our roof taken care of now before summer comes. Uh, and that could be a retail situation. Maybe it's out of pocket. So as much as uh, fear and uncertainty are out there, there's still people that want to get stuff done. Um, there's some contracting work going out, going, uh, going on uh, in the background here. One of our neighbors is getting stuff done today. So like, people are still spending money and getting things done. So first and foremost, get out there in your the market. Let people know um, that you're active um and if you can take it a step further uh we're talking residential get a homeowner get one of your clients on video six feet away of course uh talking about like hey you know i wasn't so sure about how this would work but you know this company abc roofing did such a great job Um, amazed at all the technology they were able to use they gave me this link where i could see all the pictures and videos of what they're actually doing on my roof and like if you can get your customers talking about that stuff like that's gonna build a lot of trust in your market.
0: Does that makes sense? I love it, yeah. Um, you know, talking with Nick, talking to our marketing team, you know, gotten to know you at Contractor Dynamics really well, As um, Joseph. Authenticity is often a thing that I hear thrown around a lot. I love the idea of taking that six foot away, you know, testimonial video. What are your thoughts on just being real creative and saying like, hey, I'm gonna sit in the driveway of Mrs. Jones' house we're going to zoom or whatever, just, and we'll capture it. Mrs. Jones can sit in her house and maybe I'm zooming on my phone and I can get out and show like, Hey, look at this. We're at Mrs. Jones's house right now. We're practicing as great of social distancing as possible. What are your thoughts on stuff like that? I know it sounds a little gimmicky, but I mean, that's probably what the homeowners want to see is actually you practicing the things you're saying you're going to do.
3: Yeah, I, I I don't think it's gimmicky at all. Uh, Nick said, document don't create. I'm a big fan of that as well, and Gary's as well, totally. Because every roofing company is going out there right now with the same uh, Instagram graphic, like, hey, we can do your inspection virtually and and digital this and virtual that. But pe- you need to show. Showing is so much more important and valuable than telling. So yeah, if you can show people, like, hey, here's what a company cam, uh, you know, photo library looks like. You know, here's what a hover. Uh, uh, map looks like, here's, you know, what this looks like, and show them actually doing it. And hey, have some fun doing it. People need some positive, uh, some positive vibes these days. Right. So if you can show them that you're actually having fun, and you're out there with the drone, and they're like, Oh, that's really cool. uh, For sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I mean, just to kind of add to that, and and for the authenticity conversation, I mean, um, one of the big things about door knocking is like, if you can shake someone's hand and be in front of them, like, that's a great way to build trust. Not being able to do that means like, you gotta get creative on how you build trust. So if you can get your face out there, um, get people comfortable seeing your brand, your face, your sales guys' faces, um, you can kind of synthesize that same experience that they're getting when they get to sit across the table from them or, you know, on the porch or whatever. Um, It can be uncomfortable sometimes, you know, like I'm kind of a behind the scenes guy and I'm doing this webinar. Um, One of my biggest pieces of advice there is like, if you get uncomfortable doing this, like, you just got to get over it at some point, you know, get someone on camera who who does feel comfortable with it. Um, be consistent, like you'll get used to it. It's going to help your brand in the long run. Um, so just like, I don't know, whatever I can do to just like get you over the hump to try to start pumping out content, like absolutely start doing it
0: yeah I think those are those are great points, and I think the you know you just have to do it, and it's one of those things where the more you do it, the better it's going to be. We had Sam Taggart on yesterday who is the door to door expert i mean he's he's built his entire brand around knocking doors and selling and now you can't really do that in a lot of places, and he still was talking about the principles of selling are identical, whether I'm doing it digitally or I'm doing it in person, I'm still working to build a relationship. I'm working to build trust. I want to help them take down their barriers, Um, all those things. So you you have to get creative in how you're going to do that. So I've got to get you to take your barriers down now through a virtual or digital ad, as opposed to at the door saying, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Um, But I think your point's dead on, Nick, that, you know, shaking the hands, how do I shake their hand digitally? Um, Before we get into some little bit more nuts and bolts and like actual application of some of the ads and stuff, what are some things in your guys' eyes that make digital door knocking maybe even more appealing or um, a great solution to run alongside door knocking, say, you know, COVID-19 blows through, this summer we're back out door knocking. Why is digital door knocking still something we need to be doing in our contracting company?
3: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll hop in there. Uh, totally. I mean, digital door knocking is obviously a very hot phrase right now. We have not been using that phrase for years, but we've been teaching that for years, right? So it's like in any given market, you know, say you want to use Omaha, Nebraska or Dallas or Orlando, there's so many roofing contractors, uh, especially in those states where there's no licensing. There's so much competition. There's a parade of roofers, especially after a storm. And so like you, the last thing you want to do is look like a commodity. Is look like every other roofing company out there you know, looking the same, sounding the same, saying the same thing, pre-inspection, this, that, and the other thing. So this is an opportunity for uh, for you to get um, get the attention of people where they're already spending their time and attention, which is right here on this little thing right here, which I mentioned before. So um, getting those people to understand who you are and to see your value uh, so that when they do need your services, they're going to call you. because They'll be like, yeah, I've seen Michael's content. Uh, seems like a really good guy. They provide a lot of value. What they say really makes a lot of sense. I want to have those guys do my roof. And when you're getting that call, when they're like, "I want Michael to do my roof," uh, we just need to figure out what that looks like and get the get the paper signed and all that stuff and make sure the price isn't crazy. That's such a different conversation than like, "Hey, Mrs. Jones, I know I'm the eleventh roofer here at your door, uh, talking about this free inspection." Like, you just have to do that whole dog and pony show and try to prove your worth, but. Um, yeah, it's all about, it's all about like, when I talk about brand building, I know brand means a lot of things to to a lot of people, but it's about getting your market to know who the heck you are. Uh, number one, uh, and then you can start that conversation. So yeah, if you're out there door knocking a neighborhood, especially a gate, well, you're not really knocking a gated community, but knocking a neighborhood, maybe where you're building, uh, maybe there's been a recent storm. Um, you're out there door knocking, you're out there with your, uh, door hangers, maybe your yard signs, maybe your trucks maybe your equipters out there, maybe you've got a catch-all that has some branding on it, and then people are seeing you on their phones, on Facebook, Instagram, on LinkedIn, and they're like, wow, these guys are everywhere. I see them everywhere. Um, It's just going to help all the other things that you're doing already.
2: Yeah, I want to definitely build off of that. I mean, um, I think my biggest caveat with today's content is like, I'm not an advocate that you should quit doing everything else you're doing and just jump on the Facebook bandwagon. Um, There's no silver bullet. Like, It's gotta be all part of a multi-channel approach. So you should still be doing the yard signs, like keep wrapping your trucks, like stick with the door hangers. When we can get back to door knocking, you you should still be doing door knocking. Um, If you're running radio ads, keep running them. Like you should add this into your mix um, because it is direct response and it's going to uh, keep your brand top of feed and top of mind. Um, Right now, I mean, yesterday in the the webinar with Sam Taggart, he mentioned that um, prior to all this COVID stuff, at any given time, two in 20 people were at home. Um, Right now, it's something like 18 out of 20 people are at home at any any given time. If people are at home, they're on Facebook. Um, On the Facebook platform between WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook, there's like 5 billion users. It's insane. Like Almost everybody is on Facebook. Um, And whether people need a roof now or if they need a roof in six months, um, getting your brand at the top of their feed and the top of their brain is going to build more trust in your brand um, and ultimately fill up your sales pipeline.
0: Sure. I'm going to, uh, jump in here. So I'm not the marketing expert, but Joseph brought up the Equipter. He brought up the catchall. Those are two awesome things to use. What you've already been hearing today. Nick talked about document, you know, document, document, document. Can you imagine driving through a neighborhood and not knowing what a catchall was or what the Equipter was? I mean, the equip, there's a pretty cool piece of equipment and as a homeowner say what in the world is in mr jones's you know yard or driveway what a great ad to run in that neighborhood showing you guys using this cool piece of equipment a it, it lets people know you're in the area b it is showing hey this is what we're doing we look professional we're not just throwing shingles all over the place same thing with the ketchup. so i think that you know, the little things start putting these pieces together. Um, you guys can really, really create some great stuff. Let's, let's dig in a little bit here. Obviously, you know, when we're talking social, I mean, it doesn't have to be digital ads. It can be at the door ad. any, any sort of marketing. I'm working on trust. I want to grow my leads. And then obviously if I've got people out there that are my customers, I want to find a way to get referrals out of those people how are or what are some things that i can be doing digitally let's focus just on facebook here to get some of those things to start happening
2: yeah i mean i think to kind of build off what i was saying before um you know facebook isn't the only way and a big part of this is like you know facebook is a piece of it but you know it's it's solid business like you need to have your other processes in place before you can start pouring leads on the top um so talking about like referrals uh repeat purchases referrals everything for like a current or like recent customer um using the facebook platform there's a lot that you can do within you know it's called retargeting so um maybe they recently bought a roof from you you can do an uploaded list um maybe they recently interacted with your brand on facebook you can retarget based on that Um, maybe they just you know got to your website you can start retargeting those people um i think First and foremost, like championing your current customers is huge. Um, that'll make them feel a part of, you know, your brand, and you can then create, uh, you know, like a um, a brand advocate for for your roofing company, um, and then promoting the things that you're doing to, to reward people for telling others about your roofing company. Um, one thing that we know about referrals, um, and this is true for Company Cam too, they close at a way higher rate. Um, if if Mrs. Jones tells me about, you know. Um, White Castle Roofing, shout out White Castle Roofing. Um, I'm way more likely to get a bid from White Castle, and I'm probably even more likely to take a higher bid than a random contractor that I don't otherwise trust.
0: Love it, Joe. Anything you want to add on that um, end of things? Mute.
3: Sorry. <laughs> great point. Uh, great point there, uh, Nick. Absolutely. One of the things on the Equipter and the things you are talking about, Michael, uh, this this came from a roofer. I honestly forget who it was or else I give credit. But if you have an Equipter and you have like the banner that, that goes on the side or you get a banner made, if you have a catch-all, uh, it comes with some of that marketing, uh, the marketing banners, I think, in that package that, that they sell. Um, try And if there's been a storm situation or if there's a, a neighborhood that you're working, uh, do whatever you can to get that corner house that's like the most prominent one as soon as you enter into that neighborhood and put your equifter there uh put your um your catch all there uh even do an upgrade like a shingle upgrade for that homeowner even if it's like costing you money out of pocket because you want to make that one project look amazing uh and that's kind of like your your model house if you will for the neighborhood and everyone can see that so um uh, that's something tangible um on there for sure um Yeah. Were you asking specifically on like referrals and things like that, Michael, or just kind of other specifics or,
0: yeah, just anything, you know, I mean, obviously I, our goals with our digital ads are filling the pipeline with leads, you Mm -hmm. know, getting referrals. Um, just any, any high level things that you say. the doing this on Facebook is going to help me. And then I want to dive into, you know, you've talked retargeting, you have talked about some of these things. How do I actually do that? Um, in Facebook?
3: Yeah, sure. So I think, um, you know, one of the things that, that, you know, we're training on video, we're all talking about, hey, how we have to get that out there on video. If you take a look at company cams ads, I see them in my feed all the time. So great job on that with the <laughs> like customers videos and everything like that. Um, video is going to get like eight times more engagement than like a standard picture. I'm um, not saying don't use images. We still have images running as ads right now because you're going to test different things. But uh, one of the things that, especially now when you might have a little bit more downtime to dig into like some of the tools that you already have available, Uh, uh, company cam, if you don't, then, hey, I I know a couple guys that you can talk to about that. Um, If you have like a hail mapping tool, like a hail trace or something like that, you've got a CRM, um, dig into those tools. There's so much content available to you. Um, I know, Michael, you'll probably touch on like the before and after pictures can be huge like if you have a company cam account you have all those not only do you have before and after but you've got a whole uh you can tell a whole story uh of a project of a roof replacement with the pictures that you have so you can do like in instagram for example you can do uh the the slideshow um the kind of carousel posts um you can do carousel ads in facebook where it's like you show one image and then the user will go to the next one the next one up to like 10 images. So you can actually tell the story of a whole job, like the inspection, maybe the drone flyover, uh, you're doing the, the tear off, then you have the decking, then you, you're showing the underlayment, uh, and then you're showing the ice and water and, and all those uh, details and then the shingles and then of course the finished project. So you have like, you have all these tools and all this content available. I think it's like taking it to the next level beyond just the selfie video, uh, which is a great start but taking it to the next level and just being a little bit more creative with it. Um, and then like, as far as targeting, uh, yeah, I mean, hail trace is an excellent tool, which I know, uh, most companies aren't using to the full capability. There's so much data mining that you can do in there. Um, and, and just pulling out, you know, pulling out those, uh, those homes, those areas that have been hit by storms. And then also like, uh, to to kind of back up on marketing, like when you're not doing any marketing, you're kind of subject, you're kind of, um, uh, you you just take what you can get sometimes, right? You might take that small 20 square job. You might take that job an hour away just because you want to keep your team busy because you don't know when the next deals are coming in. But when you're doing marketing, you can be a little bit more proactive. So you can pick and choose the neighborhoods that you want to work in those towns, those areas that you want to work. So like you can go on Zillow. You know, Zillow is a free tool that, that we all have and you can look at the home values of different neighborhoods. Uh, if you don't happen to know if it's not your like immediate area, you can look at the home values of neighborhoods. Do you want to work the neighborhood that has a bunch of $150,000 homes? Or do you want to work the neighborhood with half a million dollar homes? Uh, pretty much the same amount of work, but you're, you're going after you're being proactive and strategic about who you're targeting. Um, so I would encourage everyone to you know take some time and, and really dig into these tools and figure out how we can use the data and the content that we already have, and uh, and use that as your assets for going out there and put your content out there to your market.
0: For sure, let's let's dive into because I think we can actually hit a couple of these things. Let's dive into hail trace. So Pittsburgh, for instance, they just got hit with a hailstorm here, uh, probably about a week ago now. The whole the Ohio Valley just kind of got hit with this hailstorm. Okay, so I'm using hail trace. Hale Trace tells me where the place uh, where the impacts were. So shows me my swaths, I can see what areas were impacted. How do I now take that data, They'll sh- tell me all the addresses, all that good stuff, and make sure that I'm targeting the right people in Facebook. I don't know if, if Facebook's cooperating with you guys if you want to you share your screen and show any of these click clickthroughs. Um, but basically, how do I get the stuff from Hailtrace? That's great that I know where it was to make sure that I'm marketing to the right people because you know that boost post is jumping out at me and I'm thinking, let's just click that boost post and hope it hits the right people. I know that's not the right answer, but maybe give them a little more clarity on that. Yeah, I mean, Joseph, you had mentioned that you might wanna do
2: like a demo or something. Um, I'd be more than happy to as well. Um, I can kind of give, give some background while you're sort of setting things up. Um, I'm not totally sure if there's like a direct integration between hail trace and Facebook, but, um, at least for company cam, how we're using it is, uh, you know, you can use hail trace to figure out where the most recent storm was. So, um, like Gogan mentioned, uh, there was one in Ohio, like Akron got hit pretty hard. I think it was on the 28th. Um, you can nail down a couple different zip codes, um, and actually start building geo fences around where a storm recently was. I mean, you can use any of these tools for the geo targeting for, I mean, You could target, you know, a one mile radius around the most recent job you just did. So you're in effect knocking the neighborhood. Um, You're figuring out, you know, these homes are half a million dollars to a million dollars. So I want to target these homes. They just got hit with a storm. Um, You know, it's it's really it's pretty slick. And a lot of people, yeah, they're just not making use of it. Um, And it's, it's right there.
3: Yeah, exactly, Nick. If you uh, can keep talking for a minute, <laughs> I'm gonna pull. <laughs> I, I can I can pull this up in Facebook. It's just uh, a little bit slow for for a second here. But, uh, perfect yeah. per-
0: perfect so. time to answer a question here. We've got a uh, an anonymous attendee. Uh, for those of us located in the Southwest, where we deal with tile re-roofs, before and after photos do not work, as most of the time the roofs are gonna look exactly the same. What would you suggest us to use instead for Facebook content? I can take that one and then see if you guys have anything to add. My big thing is is at some point in time in that re-roof, there's gonna be a noticeable change. So when you're going from the old tile to the new tile, there's going to be a point in time where you can capture a picture showing this is where we're at right now and this is what it ended at. Um, At the end of the day, getting that showing that there was a transformation. It may not be a huge transformation from the old tile to the new tile, visually it might be hard to see but you know think about an HVAC unit yeah the HVAC unit itself may look the same but if I take my picture for the before with the unit pulled out and nothing there and then I put my after photo in with the new unit in there everything's nice and clean Um, those little things um, not to uh, mention I mean I think something that I would add to that specific
2: example is like I mean, I think the fact that the the before and after does look so similar is a perfect opportunity for a video. Like I'm not really super familiar with those tile roofs. So if I see a tile roof that's brand new versus one that's 20 years old, like there's a chance that I just think one's dirtier than the other one, you know what I mean? So showing like what are the signs of decay on this roof so that me as a homeowner with a tile roof, um, like I can start being on top of like, do I need a new roof? You know, are we in good shape? What are the things I should be looking for? Um, what are the key signs of deterioration? Um, those are huge educational pieces that, you know, they may just be built into your own, uh, your your own prowess. Um, a lot of times is, you know, as professionals, like I tend to think a lot of what I do is just common sense because I do it every day, but here we are talking about marketing for contractors. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily a roofer, so I don't know everything that you guys know, um, but I do own a home. And a lot of times I do want to know those next level things. Um, and if your company is the one that's teaching me how to, you know, pay attention to those signs of decay or the potential problems and start fixing problems before they arise. Um, I'm probably going to call you guys first. Like I trust you already. You've been helping me out a ton. Um, I think that's just
0: uh, a huge opportunity there. Absolutely. Um, Joe, while you're, I, I'll let you, I'm going to have you add something here. I do want to just shout out Will Bates here with central roofing. because. Every time we start talking before and afters, every time I have it in my presentation, I shout out Central Roofing, Will Bates. Uh, He was the first person to to take me up on when I said, man, I'm creating a before and after on every single project. I'm putting it out on Facebook and I'm tagging the homeowners, thanking them for their business. These are all things I should be doing anyway. I should get a before and after to show I did work. I should thank my homeowners in some way. that should be putting content on Facebook well he was the first one to take me up on the offer he forgot to tag the homeowners initially ended up tagging them in the comments and it ended up with uh, I think like 158 likes uh, like 20 maybe comments maybe less than that not a ton of comments but the stupid thing got nine shares and I guarantee you that most content you guys are putting out there especially organic content isn't getting nine shares. So little things that you can put out there, get in front of new lists, new audiences. Uh, Joe, do you have anything to add for the solution there on the before and after?
3: Yeah, on the Southwest uh, guy, uh, thanks for answering the question. Uh, Let me tell a story. So my business partner, Tim Conley, who you know, Michael, lives in in Phoenix, uh, out out in the desert there. And um, he and his wife are looking to, they've been in their home for like 15 years and, uh, their daughter just moved out. She's 20, so they're kind of like empty nesters, you know, looking for things to do, and they know they need to make some updates to their house. So Tim is a guy who doesn't necessarily need to replace his roof. It wasn't damaged or anything. It's not leaking, but they just want to make some updates and some upgrades, and so he's looking at uh, a couple different products. He was at Wind the Storm uh, with us in uh, out there in Phoenix, and he likes the core stone-coated uh, Stone Coated steel um, you know, and a couple other products. He has no idea. uh, And we were talking about this last week. He has no idea what it's going to cost. Like he doesn't even know a range. Um, And so if you were out there, like, and Tim is uh, a guy who's on YouTube uh, a lot. (laughs) So if you were out there as a roofing contractor and you put out a video, it's like, Hey, here's what a typical tile roof replacement is going to cost for the average home in paradise Valley, uh, Arizona, or here's what a stone coated steel roof is going to cost or there's probably not too many asphalt shingle uh, roofs out there because it's so hot, um, but you know, here's like an average cost. So you're educating those homeowners and there's a good chance a guy like Tim is going to give you a call I'll be like, oh, thank you for educating me on this because I really had no idea. All I was looking for is a range because I don't want to call three roofers to come to my house, give me estimates, talk to them, arrange my schedule you know, wait for the estimates, probably have to follow up with them to get some numbers to figure out that like this isn't even within our budget. Like, so just educate people. Um, I would say like take a list of the frequently asked questions that you get from prospects and clients um, and and do like a two to four minute video. It can be in your office. It could be in your truck. It could be on the job site. Doesn't matter. Um, just do a two to four minute video answering each question. Um, you know, what are like, what kind of warranties should I look out for? Um, You know, should I get three estimates? Uh, You know, all that sort of thing, like answer those questions, because chances are if your customer, Michael Gogan, has a question, there's a good chance that uh, a few thousand other people have that same question. So put that out there and you're going to there's going to be people that are searching for that information uh, out there on online. So uh, that's one way to, 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 to get out there in addition to the before and afters.
0: There's my, there's, there's my biggest nugget takeaway right there. Answer the questions that you're always getting with some Mm -hmm. sort of thing like that. I mean, I'm guessing most roofing companies are hearing crazy questions all the time and they think like Nick said that because they know it so well that they're dumb questions. But if you're getting the question over and over again, educate, and that's, that's great marketing material so that you're not out, you know, saying, hey, you just got hit with a storm yesterday, let's, let us do your roof. You were out there telling them how to make sure that their roof was ready for winter, making sure the gutters were taken care of, these other things, you're now top of mind. I know that top of mind is something you guys uh, talk about a lot, uh, Joseph. Um, You know, now you're top of mind. Most homeowners probably don't have a clue how often to clean their gutters out. You know, these leaves start piling up over and I can see them from the ground, and it's probably time to get them cleaned out little things out there answering those questions so i think that's a great point there uh anything you would like to add or how, how are we looking on ads manager there
3: yeah i can jump in and share my screen if that's cool to y'all
0: go for
2: it i might add in one thing just as you boot that up so uh something i forgot to mention earlier just like in the importance of doing facebook ads uh and just kind of like setting up some of the groundwork here I accidentally left it out um Facebook, unfortunately, or fortunately, is a pay-to-play platform. Um, Let's say that you're crushing it on Facebook Organic and you've got like 10,000 likes on Facebook. With the way that the Facebook algorithm works and the reason why it's so important to get a spend behind it, is if some of those likes don't interact with your brand frequently, even if you're posting consistently, you don't have access to all 10,000 of those feeds. Um, You do have to spend into Facebook even to get the attention of your own Facebook likes um so it is important to get a spend behind all of your like whether it's organic content just for your followers um or if it's ads you want to get in front of new audiences um and like you know just like testing and trying to get out there is is just super important so i wanted to make sure to mention that because a lot of people think like you know facebook tells me i've got a thousand followers or it tells me i've got six thousand likes or whatever um in effect it doesn't mean that you have 6,000 people that see everything that you're posting. It just means that you have the opportunity to then reach them and get to the top of their feeds.
3: Nick, how have you and I not spoken before? Because I talk about that same thing all the time, man. I love it.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm I mean, also curious, as this gets booted up, for, the, for some of the people in attendance, um, selfishly, I'm curious, uh, like how often you guys see company cam in your Facebook feeds. So drop in the chat if you see company cam in your Facebook feeds.
3: Nice. Feel free
2: to give me feedback, too.
3: Um, I'm sharing my screen now. i if you all can see. Got
0: it. Got it? Yep.
3: Um, Yeah, so I know we're going to jump into Facebook, but I I was just talking about that that example where you can shoot these videos. Um, Here's an example of roof crafters. Is that what you're seeing on your screen?
0: Yep.
3: I just want to make sure I'm sharing the right screen here. Um, uh, This is a roof crafters down in the southeast, and uh, they are. They they did a great job. I guess they stopped like eight months ago. It looks like maybe their marketing person left. But this is an example of like what every every single company out there roofing, uh, any other type of contracting company can do. Make a list of the frequently asked questions that you get, and you can see these guys have like two to four minute videos of each one. And I think what's cool about these guys is that they're using different people in the videos. So they, it's like you're getting different perspectives and things like that, female and male, old and young. And um, I mean, this is great. This is what people are searching for. Now this plays into search a little bit with Google and, and YouTube as search engines, but you can share the same content on your social media uh, channels as well and, and run them as ads to, to amplify your, your reach and, and reach more people that um, in your market. So just wanna show like what that looks like. This is completely free to do, like setting up a YouTube channel Uh, You can do it this afternoon or this morning whenever you're going to be consuming this content. And uh, you know, you can shoot these videos. You don't have to be actively building. If you're holed up in your your home office or your office, you can shoot these videos wherever um, and then start to build out this library. This is going to be an asset for your company for for years. So just want to share that.
0: In the
2: same vein as uh, getting inspiration from other companies. If you're curious, if your competitor is running Facebook ads right now, um, you can actually creep on the ads that they're running. So if you go to facebook.com slash ads slash library, um, I'll drop a link in the chat here. You can search for any of your competitors um, or any company on Facebook and look up all the ads that they're running.
3: Yeah, that's huge.
2: Uh, so, I mean, getting inspiration from other companies, uh, trying to figure out what other people are doing, uh, that that I mean, that's just, it can be a huge help.
3: I'm going to spy on company cams ads right now. (laughs) Perfect, man. So, and this is public information, right, Nick? Yep. So you can see all the ads that company cams running. So if I want to start up a uh, contractor photo documentation app, um, then I'm going to copy everything that these guys know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Quick quick shout out to my team, uh, Nick Wilkinson and Jordan Smith. They're uh, two of the guys that helped me run all this stuff.
3: That is fantastic. Awesome tip there. Yeah. And my, my, uh, my tip kind of to piggyback on that is like, yeah, take a look at what others are doing. Uh, but as a, uh, someone who works with uh, hundreds of roofing companies, um, honestly, most don't really know what they're doing. So don't copy, um, uh, don't copy. And also like you, you might see an ad, right. You might see this company cam ad be like, Oh, that's great. I want to copy that. But you don't know, uh, all the other context there, like, what's gone behind that, like what the audience is, the targeting, like there's so many moving parts to this stuff. So uh, use it for inspiration. Um, So I was going to, I was going to show Facebook ads manager, just to give you or business manager. I know Nick mentioned it, like you need to pay to play. It doesn't require a huge budget, especially if we're going to get like very targeted, like I can dive into, but this is what it looks like. So if you don't have this set up, go to business.facebook.com and uh, create an account, you have, you're gonna have to create uh, an ad, a business manager and then your ad account. Pretty simple to do. You could do it in a half an hour. Uh, just link your page. Uh, one of the keys here is to is to make sure that you have access. Like if you own your own, if you own your company, uh, make sure that your company has access to everything. So a lot of times, you know, you're working with other outside marketing agencies and marketing guys and things like that, and they've set things up on their end, and you might not have all the access that you need. So that's gonna be very important to make sure that you have. So. When we're talking about running ads, like this is where you want to be uh, running your ads and everything. Um, you want to have some fun and, and uh, create something?
0: Yeah, I want to, yeah, I, I'm curious. I know I can do it as a contractor, but I'd love to see the click through on, you know, creating an ad, maybe a, where, where do I go to upload my list? How do I target neighborhoods? The things that I know I can do, I hear it, you guys, you know, but how do I practically put that into...
3: Into work here cool yeah so what I'm what we're in uh, ads manager here we're creating an ad as actually guiding one of our clients on uh, helping her out this morning so I just left this screen open I'm not going to use the the address that they're targeting but um, so we have uh, not to get too technical here you have the three three different um, sections of your ad you have over here the campaign level where you're gonna choose your objective like brand awareness or lead gen uh, we're in the ad set level here is where you have a lot of fun like doing the targeting and getting super narrow and everything like that. and then the ad level uh, where you're actually like uh, uploading your video and your photo and writing your your clever ad copy and all that. So um, what I want to show here is how how narrow you can get. I know Nick mentioned it you can uh, you can target as as uh, as tight of a one mile radius there. So um, let's go ahead and do that. Um, Mike, what is the uh, if you're at Company Cam HQ, what is the address there?
0: Uh, it is eight zero eight P Street. P E A. No, nope, just the letter P. Sorry.
3: Oh. Okay.
0: Lincoln, Nebraska. There it is, right there.
3: Okay, so so say Company Cam office got hit with a major storm last night. Now we're looking at a couple things here. We can type in that address. So if this is a uh, build that you have going on the a community or it's a honey hole of a uh, you know, store market that you're working. You can type in the address. This is not gonna be public. This is only for you internally here to, to target. And then what we're gonna see up here, it's giving us a 10 mile radius of company cams address. And what we're gonna see up here is a potential reach of 200,000 people, 200,000 users on Facebook in that radius. The only other filter I have here is age 25 and up. If we're targeting homeowners, generally you want to do like a minimum of 25 or 30, uh, you know, not many homeowners below that, that level. Um, but what's really cool is we can play with this a little bit. And so we can go down to a one mile radius. So, you know, say that storm came through and you pick out your, your hail trace map uh, and you look at the swath of that thing and it's going, you know, just northwest of Lincoln, I think where, where you are now or something like that. Uh, you can actually match that up to the hail trace or whatever hail map uh, software you're using, and now you have a really tight area. You have 29,000 people. Uh, even if you wanted to increase that a little bit, you can go up to say, you can go up to say two mile radius. Um, you're going to get a nice audience of of 69,000 people, which is pretty solid. So, so now you're targeting. Now, is this is this called like a a specific area, uh, Michael, like northwest yeah. Lincoln or
0: yeah, we're in the hay market. Is where
2: one our thing. Office is. One okay. thing I wouldn't mind adding to this as well, um, just too. to make sure that you're hitting homeowners in, in that location. There's another <laughs> drop down. It says people living in or recently in this location. Um, one thing you're gonna want to make to make sure to to tap is just the people who live in that location. Um, right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Because um, yeah. you can do people traveling in, people recently in, or people living in. So making sure that it's people who live there and they're not just traveling in.
3: Yes. Thank you for that. Excellent point there. Um, yeah. So people living there because obviously you want to target property owners, like you said, so, so we're at forty thousand, forty-seven thousand 47,000 people. Um, and uh, so that's a pretty good target. Uh, so you can, so you can, uh, you can add in some different things here. A lot of people ask like, what should I add in? And Nick, I'm, I'm curious to hear what your perspective is on this. I know you yeah. guys are tar- targeting B2B. Um, sure. when our, when our roofing contractor clients are targeting homeowners, Um, It doesn't really matter like what their interests are or, you know, if they like Fox News or if they like CNN or if they like um, University of Nebraska or they like Ohio State, it doesn't matter um, or what profession they are. So usually we leave this, we call it leaving it open. We don't put anything in there. Um, If you want, one of the things you can do is you can do household income. So if you do want to target those people that have a little bit more money, bigger houses, bigger roofs, you get where I'm going with that you can target the top like 10% of household incomes in that area, the top 50% of household incomes. So you can try to target those people, you know, that might have a little bit more money and, and bigger homes. That's pretty much yeah. the only thing, thing we would, I might we add, would a, add.
2: I might add yeah. a couple of things to that actually. So, um, up until about 2018, you could actually add homeowner as one of the demographic qualifiers. Um, obviously there was a big scandal scandal with Cambridge Analytica in 2018, they removed a bunch of ways that you can target people. Um, So basically, you just got to figure out the right cocktail of interests and demographics to make sure that those people are homeowners. Um, One of the things that I would do if I was running a roofing company's ads um, is I would actually start thinking like a homeowner. Um, I mean, I am a homeowner. So like, I'm thinking through like what appliances I need, uh, any like DIY, home and garden. Um, so, So if you're renting, you're probably not interested, super interested in DIY or home and garden. Um, home appliances if you're renting you don't need to buy an appliance um, so even if you're a roofing company you're not selling appliances if someone's interested in ho- household appliances they're probably a homeowner um, another thing you can add to it is um, there's a there's a detailed targeting metric uh, or a qualifier called high net worth individual um, that's just another way to, to start targeting um, people who have there we go. Uh, like they've probably got a bigger home. They've got a, a higher, uh, a higher bid. Like you can start, you know, household income, high net worth individual. You're starting to to qualify down. You know, not just the the hundred fifty thousand dollar house, but the one that's you know half million dollars to a million dollars. The bigger jobs, you're gonna get paid more for.
3: For sure, yeah. I guess that's how you guys target me on Facebook, high net worth individual, <laughs> right? <laughs> you see a
0: lot more ads, <laughs> aren't you? Um, question question for you guys and this is from the the guy that's not a marketing expert so this this looks pretty easy straightforward however there, it, there's a little bit of time to it can I save any of this stuff or create it to where I can use this same targeting again
3: yeah good question so um, yeah I mean we and great point Nick on, on those things especially if you're in a if you're in a big market like DFW or Denver like you got to get a little bit more creative with this stuff. So yeah, you can have your, your company cam there. Uh, if you have, if you maybe have some targeting in here, whatever you want, and then you can save this audience. Um, so, uh, uh, one of our clients that we are doing this for, so we can do company cam office. Uh, I would do like plus two miles, something like that. So you want to run a similar ad, uh, you know, down the road, you have this saved audience that you can use. So, um, is that, is that, was that your question, Mike? Yep. Cool.
2: Yeah. And I would give like one last tip of advice here. Um, typically when, when company cam runs ads, like one of our mantras is test optimize, scale. So on the front end, you want to run things basically as broad as possible. Um, this is just basically your validation testing. So you're, you're trying to see like 25 to 65. Um, that's a pretty wide range here. So eventually you're going to want to start trying to whittle down what that right age range is in that area. Um, so that's where we go from test to optimize. Now we can start whittling it down. Um, Facebook will allow you to look into the performance of your ads based on placement and age and gender and all this different stuff. Um, then you can start making more intuitive choices on who you're targeting and how you're targeting them based on uh, uh past performance.
3: Yeah. Excellent. Excellent point. Yeah.
0: Um all right I
3: got
0: Look oh, go, go ahead and finish. I got another dumb question though. All right, um <laughs> ask no dumb, dumb questions. Question. Ask it. Ask it. Uh, okay, okay, so I see, I see my potential reach of 47,000 um yeah. and then I see Facebook telling me this ad may get zero leads. Um my thought is I I can't even come close to replacing 47,000 roofs um in a year so that number is pretty good size i'm probably not knocking that many doors uh next week what what's a good number there and is this this ad may get zero leads is that a scare tactic for me to spend more money through facebook
3: um no and, and nick I'm, I'm curious to hear this because we've been seeing more and more of this and actually the reason that this client young construction in iowa asked us to take a look at this is because she was running her own ads and that's what we do. We train our clients on running their own ads. Um and she was like, hey, I'm getting this error. Like, is this everything right? And I was like, let me dive in. Uh we're seeing this more and more. Um this is a lead generation ad. I don't see any reason why you should expect zero leads from this. Um and we're gonna run it anyway. Actually the the actual area that they're targeting in Iowa is like very small. It's under twenty thousand. So um, yeah,
2: a lot of it's actually um, it's in the setup of the account, so it's based off of what the conversion metric is. So for the lead generation, like how are you telling Facebook that a lead was created? So for for Company Cam, we've got various event triggers and pixels installed to make sure, like if someone hits this thank you page, for example, it means that they did X, Y, and Z um, for this campaign, so we can actually start tracking the effectiveness. Um, so even though Facebook might say zero leads they might be looking at their own database and seeing like, you know, we got 45 people to fill out a a free estimate request on our website based off of this, but Facebook is telling us zero. Um, Facebook is a good place to aggregate some of your data, but you should definitely be looking at the gross data on the other side of this. Um, if you're spending, you know, let's say from 50 bucks a day to 500 bucks a day, or, you know, let's say you're up in the the double digits a month or something. Um, you're, you're gonna like, if Facebook tells you you're getting zero results, that might not be true. Or if Facebook says that you're getting an insane number of results, you actually might be getting less than you think because there's just a conversion metric that's that's goofed up somewhere
3: in the back end. Thanks for uh, your insight on that. Um, yeah, I've, I've always told people like, like I, I focus on the potential reach up here. Don't focus too much on this at all. Um, So I guess that that kind of lines up with what you're talking about there. So,
2: yeah. And it's important to keep in mind, like when you're running these ads, like you're spending money on the ads, but you got to make sure that the experience after the ad is set up in a way that they can convert um, in whatever conversion means to you. If they if you just want people to learn about your company or, you know, be aware of you, that's one thing. If you want people to fill out a form on your website, make sure that you're linking, that add to the website and it's set up in a way that incites action on the page. Um, so much of it goes beyond just the Facebook platform, um, which is why it's important to work with people like Joseph Hughes here. Um, cause they can help you, uh, perfect that process and make sure that the whole marketing experience and the customer experience and that lead gen flow filling up your sales pipeline is seamless for your customer.
3: Yeah. Great point. Um, great point. This is just a part of it. There is no magic here. Facebook is not an ATM where you punch a code in and it spits money out. Right. <laughs> uh, it's, there's no magic here. This is a part of it. This is, the, this is driving traffic to your content. So like your content's gotta be good. Your messaging's gotta be dialed in. If you're using a landing page, that's gotta be congruent with whatever message you're talking about in your advertisement. So like there's definitely moving parts in this. I know we're, at, we're kind of uh, butting up on the hour here. I know uh, Nick mentioned something that, uh, about budgeting, and I know this is a, a, a popular question that people get. Again, answering questions that that your that your prospects and customers have right um, for something like this, like forty seven thousand people, um, I'd probably recommend like for a local roofing company, like twenty or thirty bucks a day. Uh, the more, the higher your budget is, the faster you're going to get that data back to see what's working and what's not. But if you run like 20, 30 bucks a day uh, to an audience like this, run it for a week, you're going to get some pretty good data on uh, what's working, what's not. You'll be able to kind of assess and uh, I forget what the, fr- the three-step thing that you, you you mentioned, Nick, but um, you know, test and iterate and, and whatever it was. But test, um,
2: optimize, scale. <laughs> yeah, that
3: test, optimize, scale. I mean, marketing is testing as much as as badass as Nick is and as uh, as as good as I like to think I am, like a lot of this stuff is testing. Every market's different, every situation's different. So it's about getting that data in and then understanding um, if it worked, knowing whether it worked or whether it didn't, so you gotta be tracking, and then understanding uh, why it worked or why it didn't work so then you can make those adjustments, right? So, um, so that's just a, a one small piece of this, but I think this is really empowering for a lot of contractors when you can really, get this dialed in and and then in your messaging mike said this is the hay market area um in your in your video and in your ad copy you can say hey hay market area i don't want to say hey hay market but hay market area you've got you got hit by re- we got hit by a recent storm or you know whatever it is the more specific you can be when you are uh in your messaging and your video content uh the more it's going to get people to stop scrolling and to to, t- to pay attention and take action to you take action there.
0: Yeah. One, one thing that I would love to see, and I'm pretty sure you can do it. I don't know if it's done through ads manager. Say I have that list of my pet, my past customers, you know, maybe I go to company cam and I download the CSV of all the addresses and customers names of that I've worked with in the past. How do I get one of those lists into Facebook so I can target them as an audience?
3: Yeah, uh, that's called a, uh, I'm going to pull it up over here on my other screen and then I'll drag it over um, because I want to, I'm going to share ours and I don't want to share our clients' data here. Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, so basically that's, that's a great way to start right now. Like if you have a database of past prospects, clients, uh, you know, my, my database, I know a lot of us have things all over the place, like on our phone, maybe our QuickBooks, our CRM, our company cam, like there's, there's info and customer info all over the place. So. Um, If you can get that together in like an Excel spreadsheet or a Google sheet, um, you know, get some help putting that together because it can be a very tedious process. Um, Once you get that, you can upload that database of past prospects, past clients, uh, referral partners, real estate agents, insurance agents, uh, other people that are in like your networking groups that are in your kind of sphere of influence. And you can serve those people ads. Uh, It's a great way to stay in front of people, again, to, to add to whatever whatever you're doing, um, whatever you're doing in your market uh, as far as your other um, your other marketing. So, um, yeah, just to share an example here. Let me drag this over. So far, so good with the technology. Maybe a little bit slow, but here we have audiences, and we can go into. Uh, again, we're in our Facebook Ads Manager here. So we are going to uh, create an audience and we're gonna create a custom audience. People are getting uh, a peek into our thing here. Uh, create a custom audience and then we have customer list here. So we can actually upload a CSV file, uh, which Perfect. is basically an Excel, Excel sheet. Yep. Uh, we, we can upload it here and, uh, and then we can serve those people ads. So it's a pretty powerful way to be able to stay in front of those people um, as part of your strategy. Yeah,
0: yeah. I appreciate, appreciate
2: you showing that. Um, something just to add there. Um, you know, if you go back, the main things that Facebook needs to be able to create those lists is just a handful of qualifiers. Um, basically, you just need to include at least one of those main identifiers, whether it be the email, phone number, uh, first name, last name. If you're really good, you can get the mobile advertiser ID or the Facebook user ID. Um, as far as like actually getting those to map properly, um, they've got that download list template there that can help you upload your CSV list in a way that Facebook will understand. Um, the second part to that is don't expect a hundred percent match. Um, if you upload a list of 5,000 people, um, typically for us, and maybe it's just because, you know, we need to do some better, uh, cleaning up of those lists and such, but um, we usually like, we're pretty excited when we can hit like a 50 to 75% match just because Facebook's data is so vast that if you only have a first name, last name and an email, um, they may have registered with a different email 10 years ago. Uh, there may be other people that have a similar email and Facebook misread it. Um, so just big caveat there, try to format the, that in a way that Facebook understands, but don't get discouraged if it doesn't map every single contact.
3: Yeah. And plus not everyone's on Facebook. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with that. I think if you, uh, I I always say a 60% kind of match rate is success rate is, is typical. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't looked that up in a while, but that kind of aligns with what you're saying 50 to 75% for
0: sure. Absolutely. Well guys, I, I, like Joseph said, we're getting right up to the top of the hour. Um, we will turn this content obviously into, um, a re-digestible webinar that's recorded as well as one of our upcoming podcast episodes. Uh, I'm going to work with Nick and Joseph to make sure that we get some downloads that so we can get out to the people, especially those that are listening in podcast form uh, that we can get these out to you because obviously some of this stuff's easier to see than actually hear it. Um, any uh, parting advice that either of you guys would want to maybe share with these people and uh, you know, If nothing else the reason i do these webinars is to bring positivity to this time Uh, maybe give them some positive outlook on their marketing and things they can do here in the short term i've got three
2: quick main ones Uh, the first one don't be afraid to fail like start doing something you're gonna fail at some point just get used to it but like get yourself over the hump don't be afraid of it the second part you're gonna hit roadblocks where you don't know how to do something but don't let that hinge you google it Like, if you don't know how to do something that should not be your excuse to not do it, YouTube has everything you could ever know how to do. Um, If you want to learn how to play a new song on guitar or learn how to target someone differently or create some new piece of content, just Google it. Um, And then the third piece, ignore the haters. Like, once you get that ad out there, uh, the internet is full of trolls and they're going to say mean things. Um, You should just expect it and ignore it. Um, maybe it's a good opportunity for your brand and your company to start talking about, like from a PR and a brand perspective, how do we deal with trolls? Um, you're in the business of building your brand. You're not in the business of wrestling matches in the comment section. So again, three pieces of advice. Um, don't be afraid to fail. Just get out there and do it. If you don't know how to do it, Google it and ignore the haters.
3: I love that. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah, similar. I'll give one piece of kind of strategic and then one tactical thing. Um, Strategic, I know we threw a lot out there today. Don't get overwhelmed uh, at all. Um, Just get out there and and try it um, and you'll get better every time um, for sure. And just realize that most roofing companies, most contracting companies are not doing this stuff. So you don't have to be amazing at it. You just have to be decent at it and be consistent. Consistency is key. Um, so that's my strategic point there. And I just pasted a, uh, not a link, but a, a recommendation in here uh, for a very simple gadget. And I'm just going to show you how it works here. It's called a Benro three-in-one tri- uh, selfie stick. It also becomes a little tripod. This guy is 22 bucks on Amazon. So if you, uh, you know, you're out there social distancing, you're not with your crew, you can still get some good video on the job site, be able to you know, shoot a nice selfie video like that. Um, it's gonna capture the house or the property in the background. That's a great little tool to have to give out to your sales uh, sales team. So go check that out. It's gonna help you get some, get some better
0: footage. I love it. Again, guys, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, we'll get some stuff that, you know, some downloads and things that we can get out to the people that are watching or listening to this. Um, if I were to start, like, let's just leave them with one parting thing. If I'm gonna start somewhere you know, like you said, there was a lot of great information here. Um, what do I start? Like, what's my first step? Is it going to get in my business ads manager if I don't have that?
3: What do you start with? Yep. Um, hey, everyone can do this today. I have a text, a new text list because uh, I'm a fan of Gary Vee and he does it. So I'm like, yeah, why don't I start a text list? And uh, I, I sent one out this morning to our group. Um, do one, th- do this thing today. Do a video on your phone and post it to social media, whether it's on your face, uh, your personal, uh, your business, or both. And just give a little encouragement to your community, to your local area. To say, hey, you know, I'm here in- at the Jersey Shore. So, uh, so happy to be part of this uh, this area. You know, we're we're fighting strong here. We're staying healthy. We're all in this together. Um, and just share that, right? People need, like you said, that positivity and those good vibes. And, uh, and that's great because you're going to give those people a lot of positivity, but you're also going to, you know, build your brand a little bit. So try that today, see how it works.
0: Awesome. Guys, appreciate it. Um, great content. Absolutely great content. Um, appreciate you joining us. Uh, those of you joining us, look for some great webinars coming next week. We're going to talk finances. We're going to talk money. It's going to be a good one. We've got breakthrough Academy Wednesday, and then we've got, uh, Tolan from our finance team, head of finance at Company Team, is going to join us on Thursday. So look forward to those and uh, have a great week with everyone. Stay safe. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, guys.
1: This episode of the Company Cast is brought to you by Company Cam. As a contractor, you manage a ton of jobs every day and trying to keep up to speed with those jobs and ensure work actually gets done takes up way too much time. And that's where Company Cam comes in. Every photo your guys take at a job is automatically organized by location and instantly synced from the field to wherever you are. Now you'll know exactly what's happening across your company, be able to communicate more effectively, and cover your butt from future claims. Document your jobs, communicate with your crews, and protect your company. All with Company Cam, the only app every contractor needs. If you enjoyed this episode of The Company Cast, head to companycam.com slash webinars to access the full archive of podcasts, webinars, and to register for upcoming webinars. That's companycam.com slash webinars.
0: And now for my final thoughts. Nick and Joseph really brought the heat here when talking digital door knocking. I think my biggest takeaway has to be about targeting your audience. Figure out who you want to target and really dive into Facebook Ads Manager and make sure you're targeting those people. If you enjoyed today's episode, check out future episodes at companycam.com forward slash companycast. And until next time, contractors.